Nick Harris from 247 Sports. Nick, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Excited to get into it. Uh, let's uh, let's kind of dive into the Baylor thing first. With with the Bears winning the national championship, we've we've had this conversation several times, but I just wanted to get your take. What do you think that does for the other sports here uh, in 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 Waco with with Baylor as far as recruiting and just the just the presentation of the program? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if we're looking historically at programs that have won national championships and, you know, those two major sports, whether it be football or basketball, you kind of see the, you kind of see a trickle down effect to, uh, you know, other sports in their athletic programs, you know, how severe it kind of varies year by year. But uh, looking at Baylor's case, um, yeah, there's definitely some interest now, um, you know, with a national championship in a major sport like basketball, obviously that's going to pay dividends on the recruiting trail in basketball. Um, but as far as football and, you know, possibly even baseball, you know, that, that makes it an attractive spot at that point, you know, to be able to be in an athletic program that can reach those kind of uh, reach those kind of peaks. Nick, uh, I know you were out in Lubbock yesterday and key Baylor target Brendan Thompson put on a show. I mean, he won the hundred, he won the 200. Where is he at right now with Baylor in the recruiting process? Yeah, one of the fastest players you're going to find in the country for the the class of 2022. He's out of a Spearman up in the Panhandle, way up there in the Panhandle. Um, he, one of the, again, one of the fastest players in the country, and he got just about every offer you could imagine last spring after he posted a 10:18 100 meter time. He's been battling a, a little bit of a banged up ankle uh, this spring, but he's still able to put up some solid uh, times. He put up a 10:55 yesterday. Um, in his recruitment process, it looks like this is going to be possibly a three-horse race between Oklahoma State, Texas, and Texas A&M. Uh, I am monitoring Clemson and Alabama, though, because it looks like he is going to be taking official visits to those spots as well. Um, but as far as where Baylor stands, they're probably on the outside looking in at best at this point. He does have a really good relationship with James Blanchard, um, and that will uh, you know, that'll keep the door open for Baylor. Um, but uh, I think they would have to do some serious work to get back into it. I know another uh, key Baylor target is Braylon James from Dell Valley, and he picked up a big offer from Ohio State, and we know the success that they've had recruiting in Texas as of late. Do you think that his connection to Caleb Burton is going to make the Buckeyes the more favorable choice for him? Uh, it definitely won't hurt uh, and for Ohio State recruiting him. Um, Ohio State, they've only offered three 2023 wide receivers in the entire country, um, and Braylon James was number three. So they're obviously huge on James. And, you know, this is the second time that Ohio State has come into Texas in the class of 2023 and, uh, you know, put a big offer on the table. They did the same thing a couple of months ago to uh, a running back out of Waco, Connolly, Trey Weisner. Um, they were the first offer for him. So um, they're not scared to come into Texas and, you know, surprise some folks with, a, you know, a key early eval. Uh, but Braylon James, uh, one of the best kids you'll find in, in the state of Texas, just uh, really level-headed. And um, he's going to take his time with the recruiting process for sure. But his relationship with Caleb Burton definitely won't hurt. On the on the basketball end of things, where is Baylor at right now with four-star 2021 point guard Ty Ty Washington? Man, that's been a recruitment that's kind of been all over the place in the past couple of weeks. Um, there's been some different schools that have trended uh, just based on, you know, where coaches have been. And, you know, there's been quite a bit of coaching carousel as well, which has kind of, you know, affected his uh, decision timeline. Um, he's extending his process through, through National Signing Day. Obviously, he didn't sign yesterday. Um, he's going to be releasing a top five on Saturday. And, you know, talking to sources, it's tough to get um, some reliable information on here just because it is changing so much. But I would imagine Baylor to be right there in the thick of it just based on, you know, what they were able to do last year and, you know, what they were able to do with their guards last year. So, um, you know, I think Baylor will definitely have a solid shot at landing Ty Ty. And, you know, that's going to be a guy that can, uh, you know, come in year one and contribute uh, in a solid way. Can you let our people know uh, who are some of the key 2022 targets to watch out for as far as Baylor goes when you're looking at football and basketball? 
Okay, yeah, we can start with basketball. Um, I was at a, a AAU tournament this past weekend uh, up here in the Dallas area with, uh, you know, some of the best in-state players that you'll find. And, you know, uh, Baylor is doing a really good job in recruiting the 2022 class right now. And I think they have, you know, the opportunity to land one of the best classes in the country. Um, there's a really good in-state group here in the class of 2022 that Baylor is going to have uh, to choose from. Um, a few guys that they're doing really good job with right now, uh, Bryce, uh, Bryce Griggs, a four-star point guard out of uh, Fort Ben Hightower, um, it, really liking Baylor early on. And, you know, you kind of get that hint with a lot of guards. Uh, another guard that they're doing a great job with is a five-star combo guard, Cason Wallace out of Richardson. Um, if he doesn't go the professional route, I see Baylor definitely being a you know solid contender for him. But possibly if I had to point to one guy that I think could be, you know, the next commit in the uh, class of 2022 for Baylor, I would point to a four-star center, Vince Iwuchukwu. He's originally from San Antonio, but he's uh, up at a prep school in Indiana at La Lemire uh, these days. But um, Baylor is the runaway favorite at this point in my eyes uh, to, to land him. And then uh, on the football side of things, uh, it's class of 2022. It's, it's definitely gotten off to a slow start, uh, but Baylor is trying to find some momentum out of state, uh, finding some guys in uh, Tennessee, Florida, et cetera. Uh, just looking at some guys in-state, wide receiver from Gladewater, uh, DJ Allen. Um, I think that's probably one of their biggest targets right now just because there's a lot of big-time schools that are in on him. You know, I definitely think Baylor has a shot right there. Uh, a couple of offensive linemen in, in Texas, Nicholas Hall from uh, Austin Aikens, uh, defensive lineman Michael Okoyote from Rowlett. So they're doing a pretty good job at, you know, finding these uh, mid-tier guys and, you know, trying to get guys to uh, go ahead and hop in the class as uh, numbers will be really important as we go forward towards the summer. Hey, Nick, uh, with, with down the road in Austin, a bit, let's talk a little bit about what's going on down there. Obviously, with the new, with the new football coach and now new basketball coach, do you get the sense that there's a kind of a renewed energy with, within that athletic program and, and what's going on with, uh, with UT? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we're looking at you know, where it was this time last year and where it is now, um, definitely uh, completely different. Is it more so positive or more so negative? I think that's you know, waiting to be seen uh, once we can see the, you know, the product on the field and the product on the court. But the excitement is at an all-time high. Um, you know, the fan base is really enjoying the uh, potential that um, you know, both of these programs are going to be able to have. And um, you know, I, specifically me, I think the basketball program is going to be definitely one to keep an eye on, and it's going to be really exciting to follow over the course of, uh, of the next year. But, yeah, there's, there definitely is a, a lot of energy brewing in Austin. Uh, the last thing I have for you, Nick, and it is uh, Texas-related, Chris Beard has really been stockpiling guys in the transfer portal. Can you talk about a, a little bit about some of these guys he's gotten and which one of them sticks out the most to you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, the, one of the biggest uh, priorities that Chris Beard is going to have to have in his first uh, month on the job is uh, landing a, a ton of transfers. Um, this roster is severely depleted, you know, from what it was uh, uh, this past season. Um, so he's definitely going to have to go out and land probably five to seven transfers. He's already landed two. Um, we'll start with uh, the Kentucky guard, uh, Devin Askew. Um, he's a guy that I think has a really high, uh, really high ceiling, but maybe a, a bit of a low floor. So he's going to be a guy that, you know, this coaching staff is really going to have to develop and, you know, figure out what his strengths are and play to them. Um, but it doesn't look like he's going to have to contribute year one. Uh, the guard position is looking pretty good so far uh, early on for Texas. Um, he, he might be able to come off the bench and serve a pretty good role in year one, uh, develop under Chris Beard in that system, and then year two really start to shine. You know, he's a three-level scorer that can get inside and, and finish when he needs to, and he can get hot from outside. But probably his best uh, best trait is uh, his lateral quickness and the defensive ability. Um, he, he's a guy that I think can really you know be solid for Texas. And their uh, the second transfer land that they were able to get uh, this week was Timmy Allen, the power forward from Utah. Uh, he was first-team All-Pac-12 last season, a, a really good rebounder and really good inside. 
I think he's going to provide Texas with some really good stability in that front court. Hey, man, I appreciate you jumping on with us. We'll catch up with you down the road. Sounds good. Appreciate it, guys.